Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Last Word. You are listening with your lovely host, Tanisha, the host with the most okay, where there's always what? This is the podcast where there's always what? More, more, more to love. Listen, I have been excited to get on here today (laughs) because what I want to talk about today is very, very critical. Y'all already know me. I came on here because I had a thought. And, of course, some of the thoughts are, you know, corroborated, (laughs) okay, and kind of go along with some of the posts that I put on Facebook. And sometimes I'll just have a thought and I'll post it real quick. And then, y'all already know, I will have more thoughts that come after that. So, y'all, when I say I did this post and my thought on the post was, um, let me go get it so that way I can pull it up. So, and like I said, I just have a thought and then more comes behind it. And I'm just like, okay, I gotta get on here and do a podcast so let's see here just a moment i'm taking too long to even get to it all right so the post says honor is given to the honorable i talk what i experience our life choices will either earn us honor or dishonor It is earned, all caps, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Three double exclamation points. It is earned. And this is something so very critical because a lot of people just expect or have a sense of entitlement when it comes to honor. And what I mean by honor is mainly the way that you regard a person right and mainly the way that you are going to treat them you know and that's the reason why the golden rule is so critical and so important is because you want to treat people the way you want to be treated first of all that's just like the basics that's just the fun fundamental premise when it comes to honor right but of course I don't want to be very random and have my own perspective of it we're gonna get into it we can I'm gonna actually look it up and we're gonna talk about it right um and then of course I after I put it is earned I did no entitlement you must choose for it you must work for it and then the scriptures I'm gonna get into those scriptures too that I posted along with this um post that I did it was Galatians chapter 6 verses 7 and 8 and then uh, Matthew chapter 7 verse 6 y'all when I say I mean honor is just it's it's part of what goes along with character you know it goes along with having an honor code which is an honor system it's it's part, it's a character value. It's like having those values, like a moral compass and moral values. Like 
a lot of times people do wrong all their life and then when they get at a certain point they expect to have honor or they expect to have what the one scripture talks about a man be not deceived God is not mocked a man shall reap what he sows you know you like you can't expect a harvest when you haven't planted the right seeds well you're gonna get a harvest let's be clear okay let's just get that clear first of all let's be clear you planting seeds whether you know it or not and you're gonna get a harvest whether you know it or not okay <laughs> let's just be clear the harvest is coming and that's the really the important part of that scripture because it says got in Galatians let me go to get it because and I tried to come on because when I'm very excited about a certain thought that I've had, I always try to make sure I'm taking my time so that I'm getting all my thoughts out. I really feel like this is a topic that will bless, you know, anyone who hears it. And just having discussions like this are very critical. A lot of times these are things that we are not discussing, you know, and not talking about with friends and family and different things of that nature. And so this is the reason why like our interpersonal relationships with our loved ones are just so dysfunctional, chaotic, erratic, traumatic. You understand? It's just neurotic. It's psychotic. You understand what I'm saying? Like it is damaging. We are being damaged just by interacting with one another without understanding some of the principles that I talk about here on my podcast. Okay. Like we need this information. This is information that we need to understand and get on one accord with and start understanding. Like years ago when we were young, there were just certain things you would and would not do. You know, like, it's sort of like uh, how the old mothers and older older people would have certain sayings. Like, don't earn your dirty laundry. You know, things of that nature. Like, you know, you make your bed, you lay in it. You know, okay? Uh, cleanliness is next to godliness or cleanliness is godliness, right? It's just like all these things that they would say and that they would instill in us have been lost among us like you understand we have no concept of how critical these things were we just felt like oh they've been y'all our parents or whatever's been mean and then of course our parents felt like their parents were being mean so what what the first thing you say when I have my kids I'm not gonna raise my kids like that and that is where the era begins you understand because the way see not understanding the value of of being raised like that and i'm gonna tell you right now my mom or my my mom or my dad did not raise me i'm gonna tell you the village raised me and i'm so grateful that in spite of the fact that my mom wasn't there the entire time of my life that the village Ah, they did pretty fair. Now, look, I can't blame it on them. I'm going to blame it on myself, right? Because that's what I talk from experience. Okay, I talk what I experience. And I said that part of the post simply because I'm not exempt. Like, I don't make wrong choices, too. I think where the difference is, 
is understanding that when you don't made some wrong choices in your life, you have to understand you're not entitled. You cannot receive honor for the wrong, the dishonorable choices that you made. It's like people will sit up here and go their whole life neglecting what really truly matters in life. And then when they recognize that they need what truly matters, they, they find out it's not there. You know, that's disheartening. That's where you're, you're discovering and now seeing that, okay, I am reaping dishonor because you're not honorable. You didn't do what was honorable. You didn't focus and live out your life with the honorable things and things that will bring you honor in the end in mind from the beginning. You understand? Like, I don't want to be on here long. I hope y'all getting what I'm saying. But yes, I was supposed to be going to, um, cause I will start going down a rabbit hole, but I was supposed to be going to uh, Matthew. Let me get it. Um, excuse me, Galatians six, seven and eight. I'm going to go to that first. Galatians 6, 7, and 8. Let me pull that up. Galatians. So, because I'm going to just read it. You know, sometimes, okay, we should really just, I'm going to just go ahead and read it sometimes on my podcast. Because I quote a lot of scriptures a lot on my podcast. But I never actually go look it up. And I'm like, Lord, I I don't need to be doing that. I need to just be going and looking it up. And if not necessarily looking it up, but giving the reference for people to go look it up themselves. Because a lot of time I just paraphrase and um, and never really just get into it. So today I am. And I really want the the King James Version is what I really want to go for. Cause I have a Bible app on my phone, but it's like a different translation. So, and let me see here. Um, okay, here we go. Galatians six and seven. It says, "Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap." And then verse eight says. For he that soweth to his flesh. See, this is the part right here. This is the part. Okay, let me calm down because I'm reading the word. All right. Okay. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. See? But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Right? And I'm just focusing on those two verses. But in order for us to be able to really understand, you know, it, it can turn into a Bible study, obviously, right? Because for us to over to understand the whole or overarching concept that the Apostle Paul was teaching to the Galatians in this whole context, you would then have to go up to verse one and read the whole chapter and even try to pick up what he was dealing with with the Galatians at the time because they had to have the apostles to lead them into righteous living and to teach them what the principles of righteous living right so that they could begin to live a life you know that was honorable that's what we're talking about right 
in the sight of God. You understand in the sight of the Lord and follow following after Christ. Right. So it's like, it's just very important to like something because you can't expect there is another scripture that talks about honor thy father and thy mother, right? So that your days on the earth will be long. So in essence, for example, you can't expect a long life when all your life you've been giving your parents Hades. Okay. Like, come on now. Honor is what, what did I say on that post? Let me, let me get it. Let me go back to that post. What did I say on that post? Okay. You can't expect honor is given to the honorable, you're dishonorable. If your character is flawed, you're dishonorable. You, 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 you missed it. You missed it. So, you know, it's like, I don't want to pe- uh, be like preaching to the crowd, of course, or whatever in this discussion. So let's just cut to the chase. What do you do? My thing, what I really want to focus on on this podcast is, okay, I've been dishonorable or I've been honorable. You know, whatever the case may be, if you've been honorable, good. You're blessed. You probably don't even need to hear this podcast, right? God is good. You, that's what you deserve. You earned it. You sowed the right seeds by the choices that you made in your life. See, a decision is like a seed. Once you make that decision, it's like you may or may not be able to change it. Okay. And depending on if you're able to change it or not, you have to reap the harvest that that seed, that choice and the consequences that that choice is going to produce. You understand? So basically we have like similar or similarity or like an analogy or a comparison, right? You have the choice that you make is comparable to a seed. It's like a seed, right? The consequences of that choice, that's your harvest. That's like the harvest. Right? So you have that comparison. Like, ain't no way around it. It is the law. It's it's law. Okay? That's just the laws of nature. You understand? That's just the law. That's the way it that's the way it goes. But yes, honor is given to the honorable. I taught what I experienced. Our life choices will either earn us honor or dishonor. It's earned. Like you can't like you know, in our community, we always, you know, there have been some of us who have been raised, you know, by parents who tell us, okay, you don't do as I do. You do as I say do, you you know, um, and the thing is, is that th- there is a certain level of dishonor in that because, w- you know, if, if, I'm doing as you say do, how do I know to do what it is you're saying if you aren't exemplifying what it is that you're saying? You know, so if you're not doing what it is you're telling me to do, how do I know how, you see what I'm saying, how to do it, right? But we all know what our parents really meant by that, okay? Because I don't want to go all off into that. But basically, they were just saying, hey, do what I do what I ask you to do, basically. Okay? Just be obedient to your parents, right? And, and we are supposed to do what our parents tell us to do. But at the same time, as parents, we are supposed to, you know, also be the examples. You know, walking out honorable life 
in front of our children because honestly and truly kids are just gonna do what they see being done and you know that's like I said I have a grandbaby now so I tell my son son you're gonna have to you're gonna have to like tighten up (laughs) because you know raising a child is not easy and you want the best for your child and with him being a young father and him just really still being young himself with him coming into young adulthood that's gonna that's gonna be a difficult tall task for him because he you know didn't even really truly fully grow up yet and it's happened to a lot of us so you know he's not the only one not the first last or the only and that's what I thank God for my aunt I just never forget how she told me that when I got you know when I had my son at a, a younger age I was even younger than he was so thank God that he hey at least he waited until you know, <laughs> I, I think I was like 19, you know, come, just graduating from high school, whereas he was really, he was already grown, you know, really, but not matured because age is a number. Age is a number. <laughs> it really is a number. Like you have to mature mentally and like emotionally, okay, intellectually and spiritually okay and i have to take it one step further and also say psychologically okay and this is what i have been trying to help my son understand because if you do not you will you will remain in a state of arrested development and that is what that is what why most of our interpersonal relationships with our family, the familial relationships, okay, are dysfunctional, chaotic. We can't, it's like we do something wrong. We don't know how to just apologize and move forward and allow any incident to bring, to build a stronger bond between us. Like, I remember being a child in my childhood, and Lord, I don't went on, here I go. Anyway, I remember being younger. Kids, kids are able just to, we'll fight and then the next day we'll be best friends, you know. So, um, it's just, it's just like that. You know, it was just like that. But nowadays, oh no. (laughs) Listen, any little minute understanding is going, it's a fallout. It's a fallout. But let me go to the other one, the other um, verse. <clears throat> the other one is Matthew 7 and 6, and I'm going to get it. Let me get it because, hey, I got time today. <laughs> I got time today, but Lord, I know y'all don't, so I'm, I'm going to get out y'all here, okay? Because I know y'all don't, but I know I do. So I'm going to go to Matthew 7 and 6. Matthew 7 and 6. Okay. And then another saying that our elders, I'll go ahead and say this part while I'm looking up the verse. Another saying of our elders was, um, what was the other saying? Um, oh, it just slipped my mind. It was another saying that I wanted to give, um, but it'll probably come back to me. But I have Matthew 7 and 6 now. It says, Give not that which is holy unto the dogs 
Neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. And that's the King James Version, right? And I might get another translation here so that, um, you know, so that we can get a little bit more clarity on it here in just a few seconds. Okay, yeah, that thought came back. Another saying of the old folks is how they used to say, you understand, if, if a person don't work, and these are sayings that we all know and we still say today, but you just remember growing up hearing the older people, the elders say it, right? If a person don't work for something, they won't appreciate it. And that is what this verse right here makes me think of. The fact that you are, it says, give not that which is holy with, okay, and that which is holy, the honorable things, right? The honorable thing, give not honor, you understand, can be translated to mean honor as well. Holy until the dogs, neither cast your pearls, right? Pearls or or are like heirlooms, right? Real pearls anyway, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Real pearls are like heirlooms. They can be passed down through your family. It's heritage, it's rich. You understand? It has meaning. It's honorable, right? It's that honorable thing. It's an honorable thing. And it's saying, don't cast it before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and then turn around and rend you and some translations say and turn around and attack you okay it's like when you're good to the wrong people come on we talk about honor that yeah i told y'all i was ready i was ready for this podcast right here come on now when you being good to the wrong people they they it's like you're good to them the wrong people. That's all this. That's all this verse is saying. Don't be good to somebody who don't appreciate it and who don't deserve it, who didn't earn it. Come on now, God. Let me tell you. I don't understand how people say, well, I understand the Bible, this and that, but I'm not going to get into that because the reason why I don't really like saying that, and I do think it, but I try to refrain from saying it because I, in my heart, I'm truly merciful. You know what I'm saying? And I don't ever, and I try my best. A lot of people say I come out judgmental, and I really try so hard not to. But in my trying not to, I probably am. And I do apologize if I am. But it's like, I have to remind myself that, okay, I had a life before Christ. You know? And I was a sinner too. And there are some sins I still struggle with. So I always have to remind myself that people simply cannot understand the word of God unless the Holy Spirit draws them and grants them the understanding of his word. So a lot of times while people are thinking that the Bible is irrelevant to their daily life, it's just simply because they don't have the understanding And the understanding comes from God. Some people, not all people. And, you know, I try, the way that I try to address, you know, certain Bible verses and things of that nature in my podcast episodes is in a way that is relevant to how we interact with one another. 
you know, and understanding these things. And because the word of God tells us that we can't expect sinners to act like saints. And it like, I went paraphrased again. But anyway, we can't expect certain people who don't have a certain level of understanding or lack have certain character flaws. People can only be who they are. And that's another part of this verse. It's telling you don't throw it to a dog. You understand? It's telling you don't throw it to swine, the pig, right? It's a pig. It's a pig. It's 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 a dog. You see what I'm saying? It's like know who it is that is among you. That's another verse that too where it talks about know them that labor among you. Know who it is you dealing with. And once you know and you understand how how who it is that you're dealing with, and that's not saying don't give people a chance. You understand? But if that person shows you who we already know how the saying goes, we don't see memes about it, posts about it. If somebody show you who you who they are, believe them. And I think it was a quote from my Angelou actually. Okay, when people show you who who they are, believe them. You know, when you see a dog, don't you believe it's a dog? Okay, when you see a pig, don't you believe it's a pig? Okay, you know you can't just throw anything in front of pig because they're gonna rip it up, and they might rip you up too. Okay, <laughs> pigs eat anything, and they are, you know, they squander and whatever. I don't even want to go that route. Okay, but we know this. Okay, we know a snake is gonna be a snake. A lion is going to be a liar, a bird, a bird. You understand? No people who are among you. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you have to know what kind of spirit the people operate in. Like another person post that I had put up, you know, a man who does not operate with a righteous mind is unpredictable and dangerous. Because at any point, they can be, they can be tools of the enemy. Because if... You are not operating with a righteous mind. That means you are idle. You understand? And that's one of those folks saying how they used to say, you understand? An idle mind is the devil's workshop. The devil is, is trying to work on something within you. And then boom, when, when things hit the fan, or when, when things hit the ceiling, okay? You understand? When it's, when you know, when things go through the roof, that's when you know the devil already been working on that person all along. And the moment they blew up, see, that was already in the works because they were idle. That's the reason why the, the word tells us that God will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stay on him. That's why we supposed to be keeping our minds stay on, on the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, and another verse that also relates to that is thinking on things that are pure of good report things that are honorable and just and true you know like where is your mind at and when you have your mind in the right place and your mind is being renewed through God's word or through some type of positive something okay (laughs) probably through God's word but everybody don't read the word and everybody ain't a believer but that don't mean you can't be a responsible person with good character okay everybody's not gonna believe in God's word but at least have good character because it was another verse that talks about even a sinner will be if their if their child asks them for something will give them their their child exactly what they asked for 
How much more will your heavenly father do the same that if you ask for his Holy Spirit, that he will give you the Holy Spirit. Come on now. Y'all, I said, I said it. Didn't I tell y'all I was ready for this podcast? I know some of, some of, you know, these parts is babble, but listen, I'm fired up because I'm fired up because this is so important. This is why good people are hurt. Why do we have good people who are good to people who, who do righteously by people are out here? We are the ones who are more broken. And I'm like, I can't continue to be broken. Because I ain't did nothing to nobody. It's like the people who are out here doing the most treacherous, vindictive, conniving, backstabbing, all this and that seem to be well off. And I had to just remind myself, no, they're not because they're not. Because if they were, they wouldn't be doing the gossiping, the backbiting, the conniving things. They wouldn't have jealousy, envy in their heart. They wouldn't have, uh, they wouldn't be contemptuous and, you know, all and have contention and all this. It, 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 it's too much. That's too much in your heart. You are ticking time bomb. You, you walking around. Any devil can just jump in you and do something ridiculous and have, you know, officers. That's why you see things that happen like that with families. Officers got to come. The family, the domestic violence. Things is breaking out. That ain't the people. That's that's what the devil came to do. You understand? Our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness and principalities in high places. The weapons are of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through Christ our Lord. Rut to the pulling down of strongholds. You understand what I'm saying? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That's how I'm making it. That's how I'm making it. That's it right there. Because I don't have to make it. I don't need a dollar to make it. I don't need, you know, a lot of people around me to make it. I need God more than anything to make it because he will lead me around the right people or to be in connection with the right people. And if you don't, guess what? I still got God. And I told my son the other day, I said, son, you keep worried about the fact that it's me and you. I said, but let me tell you something right now. One can put 1,000 to flight. This, I told him, I said, this is what the Bible says. One can put 1,000 to flight and two, 10,000. Come on now. <laughs> two, 10,000. Not one, 1,000 and two, 2,000. One, 1,000 and two, 10,000. Let me, let, me, let me get that. I got to get that. See, I got, I'm on fire. Let me, I got to get off her because I don't want to be on her no hour long and all that. But let me get, let me get, let me get that verse right now. One can put 1,000 to flight and two, 10,000. 10, let me get that and make sure I quoted it right. Lord, because I'll be paraphrasing and stuff and I need to quit that. Let me try to pull that up. It's a scripture that says that now, and I hope I'm not mistaken. Let me go ahead and get the scripture. Yep, here it is right here. Oh, it's got two uh, references for it. Deuteronomy 32 and 30. Yep, that's what it says. See, it got good. 
See, that's the Holy Spirit. See, when you get the word in you, in that hour, <laughs> it will give you what to say. If it's in your heart, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Is why we need to be putting God's word in our heart. Because that's the only thing that's going to come out. You understand? <laughs> okay. Your words can only be seasoned with grace if that's the only thing that's in your heart. <laughs> okay. Let me go ahead and get it up. Where it says that. Okay. It says right here. How sh- this is the King James Bible version. How should one chase a thousand and two put 10,000 to flight? Did y'all see that? One uh, can put a thousand to flight, right? And two can put 10,000 to flight. And I told my son, see, this is what you got to recognize where there are uh, two or three gathered in my name. Christ is there in the midst. So don't ever feel like we are powerless because of the numbers. You understand? We serve the Lord of hosts. You understand? And when you're thinking about the Lord of hosts, the hosts are all the multitudes of angels that work for the most high heavenly father. Come on now. And when we pray, they all are there working on our behalf to uh, get our prayers to the heavenly father and work for the heavenly father on our behalf. You understand what I'm saying? God is real. Heaven is real. If we say we are believers, we must operate in faith, believing you understand so it says, how should one chase a thousand and two put 10,000 to flight, except the rock had sold them and the Lord had shut them up. So that's just that one reference. Um, and that was the reference from Deuteronomy 32 and 30. And that was just that one scripture I'm using as an example. But again, always do your Bible study. Always read the full context to get the understanding of the entire context. Because when you do that, that helps you to understand the the whole meaning of it and why that specific one scripture even came about, right? It just gives you more in-depth understanding. And then another one is Joshua 23 and 10. Let's see what that one says. It says, one man of you shall cease a thousand, chase a thousand for the Lord your God. He it he it is that fighteth for you as he hath promised. So this one just says one chases a thousand, but the other one says um, one can put. Um, and I thought that verse was in like Proverbs or Psalm, but anyway, I just kind of got on here and went through some scriptures today because those two scriptures that I had posted up on my post. But y'all, I'm gonna get out of here because. But listen, I just really wish there was more I could say. But one thing I can say is God is faithful and God is good. And, you know, w- you know, when you are faithful, you, you, it allows you to see God's faithfulness. If you don't give up, you understand though you shall reap the harvest. If you don't give up, you know, it's like, do don't be, Oh, let me see. Let me see the other one. Cause the other scripture also goes into how you shouldn't be wor- worried and well-doing when you know you're doing what's right don't be worried about it just keep going until you reap what it is that till you reap your harvest and that's one of that's one of the like I said I talked from experience that's one of the dishonorable things that I've done choices that I made in my life because I I wouldn't there were times in my life I just I just didn't want I just didn't wait I just didn't wait 
you know so um but let me get it real quick it was galatians chapter six because it actually goes on a little further after that six and seven and eight yep the very next verse in chapter nine it says and let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap if we faint not it's the very next verse after the one after the eight verse eight obviously right eight nine (laughs) okay nine comes after eight yeah all right moving on (laughs) then verse 10 says as we have therefore opportunity let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Now, I'm going to give you an example of that doing good to all men. Because I just recently, congratulations to me, look, because I just recently received a promotion at my job, right? And nobody knows. You have heard it first here, last worders on my podcast. <laughs> I like to call people who listen to my podcast last orders. So if you listen and you end up listening to more episodes in the future, you're officially a last order. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so let me give y'all an example. Some years ago, because I've been working in my job for like quite some time going on like this year to be 14 years. Okay. Some years ago, I worked at the um, at a location in Morristown for the same employer. I'm a state employee, okay? So, but I was working at a location in Morristown. Um, there was a trainer there who she was a counselor. We both had the same positions and we both sorted out the same positions. And um, she ended up getting promoted while I was there at the location in Morristown. And, and, um, I was just, I mean, when I was there, I had to pray a lot and to get me through some of the things that I was going through at the time, because it was just, um, it was different. And, you know, not only was I experiencing a culture shock from the move and just shocked that, okay, 40 miles up the road from where I live is just so extremely different. Felt like I was in a whole different state. Or whatnot, um, but it got used. To, I got used to it, and it kind of, it kind of grew on me, or whatnot. But anyway, let me get to the story because I, I go down rabbit holes, y'all. So this is probably gonna be the longest podcast I've ever. I, I can't say that because I have done longer, but it's probably gonna be one of the longer ones. Okay. So um, I was working there, and you know, she. Let me tell you, this person was the sweetest person ever. I'm talking about. Just, I'm sorry. I just don't feel like there's like a mean streak or or anything impatient. Like she's, you know, exudes solid character as far as just being sweet, being kind, being gentle, being neat, um, all of that, being loving, you know, whatever. And I was just like, wow, I liked her so much. I was just, I always tell her, man, you are just so sweet. You are the sweetest person in the world. Okay. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Right. But come on now. She, you know, I'm not trying to exaggerate, just exaggerate, but she really is. She really was right now during the time that I worked there, I suffered some difficult experiences with just working there and I had to get help. Like, you know, first of all, I looked toward the hills from whence come my help. My help came from the Lord. I had to pray and fast a lot while I was there. 
because I was like, I wanted to, you know, maintain my employment. I was younger then. So I was like, okay, I have to make sure, you know, I wasn't on social media at the time. I didn't have, you know, social media. So I wasn't in the whole boom that was occurring. I didn't even know that it was occurring until some, until just a few years ago, me getting a Facebook page, like back just five years ago, you know? So, but anyway, I had to pray a lot. I even went and spoke to a therapist about the working report at my job and how I can build that and my communications um, and things of that nature so that I can maintain my job. And I had tremendous growth there. But one thing I remember, and this is the reason why I said I want to point this scripture out and how God is faithful is that I always treated everybody the right, you know, and I tried my best to, okay? So if I ever got out of, you know, pocket or out of whatever you want to call it, out of character, out of character, obviously, right? You know, I never, it 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 was never brought to my attention to, to where it was like extremely, something extremely bad. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, but overall... I, I believe that I kept my composure. I, I maintained my professional growth and I say professional growth because I'm not like, you know, I'm just me. I bring myself anywhere I go. I don't feel like I need to change who I am to give people service. Like I can still give you service and still, you know, but of course I know I have to be professional while I'm working. So I still maintain professionalism, but I do it with me. Like I, I just, you know, I'm going to take myself wherever I go. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So I'm still going to be myself. Um, but at the same time, I'm grateful because let me tell you something right now. She was training before I left the service center and she was, a so she did get to train uh, me some there at the service center before or train other people. And I used to come in and just Tell her how sweet she was, how she did a good job. And I wasn't saying that to flatter her. Like, I really meant it. You know what I'm saying? She was a great, excellent teacher. She was always sweet. Just great to work with, right? Even though at that point, I had not, I had not really worked with her anymore because she was already a trainer. She ended up being a trainer and stuff already. So, um, anyway, long story short, or long story longer. <laughs> When you fooling with me, okay? This is the last word, okay? But anyway, let me get to it, okay? But anyway, I end up tra- transferring back to where I am now, which is my hometown, and working in the office here in the in my hometown. And it just so occurred that, lo and behold, she ended up training at the same office that I was at in, you know, whenever I came back. And I was like, wow, okay, oh, it's great to see you again. So she ended up being able to train us uh, us more at the office that I was at. And again, it was just great to be able to work with her again in, in the office that I was at. And then, so just recently, you know, I applied to for a position that she does, which is to train. And I got promoted. I got it. But let me tell y'all something right now how good God is. The person who, let me tell y'all, she was one of the three people who had to interview me. I said, oh my God. Y'all, I'm about to cry right now just thinking about it. You know why? 
I said, God, you know, God did that. For whatever reason I feel in my heart, I know God did that. Because I prayed so much at that place when I first, where I first met that, met her, met that young woman and met her. I'm just trying to refrain from saying names and things, right? But anything, anyway, I said, oh my God, she went from me, from where I met her to where I am and to now where she is, you understand? And she ended up being a part of helping me move forward. Look at God. God did that. You see, it's like I was at my breaking point with this job. You know, it's because I worked so hard for so long and you feel like it's never going to come. But the last interview I had, one thing that made me hold on is because one of the interviewers, this was the last interview that I had that I didn't get the position. But what made me hold on and not give up is because one of the interviewers said, um, it's, it's okay, just hang in there and it's for your career. And for whatever reason, like that didn't really, you know, it's, it, it meant a lot to me that he said that because I'm like, you know what? It reminded me that, yes, that's what I'm here for. I am here for my career. So I can't give up. You know what I'm saying? So I stayed. But after that, it was just, it felt like turmoil. I was going through it and I got to get off here because I don't like my podcast to be too extremely long. Especially when I'm just really a rambler. That's what the last word is. It's just me rambling, really. Okay. And getting the good the good out as well, right? I do have significant things to say or whatnot. But really, for the most part, I get on here and ramble. So, it, it's a rabbit hole, okay? <laughs> I might need to create another, past, another podcast called The Rabbit Hole, right? Look, somebody... Oh, Lord. I hope don't nobody take my idea and run with that, right? But... But other than that, it's like, okay, God did that. Now, just imagine if I was just at that, at the place that in Morristown, cutting up, acting a fool, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I mean, it's not funny, but just think if I was just there, just, you know, not doing what I should have been doing, you know what I'm saying? Or just, you know, being very rude, nasty, ugly, but I didn't. I I said, Lord, I thank you. You showed me. And that helped me to develop and to mature and to understand how to keep my peace. And to brighten my tongue. And times that I feel like I just want to say whatever, I turn to God. I said, no, God, I got to turn to you. You understand? Um, And when I had anxious feelings and things of that nature, because the word tells us that also. Be not anxious for nothing, but by every, but let, but everything, let all your requests be no, be made known unto God. Let me get that because sometimes I be misquoting. Um, but be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplications, let your requests be made known unto God. Yeah, let me get that real quick because we just gonna have a little chit chat tonight, a little while, a little powwow. 
Anyway, that's Philippians 4 and 6 and 8, right? Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God in the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ, right? Because just, I, my, my whole boat could have just been rocked had I not. And I'm so grateful that I heeded to the yielding of the Holy Spirit within me during that time. God did that. And I, I can't get from saying that because I, I know how much I prayed and fasted about the turmoil that I felt like I was going through at work. Whereas in reality, it was really pretty much what I needed. It was what I needed. I needed that it was a learning curve and a professional development that I needed at that time. And had I not yielded to pray and seek God and ask God for help and then speak with the therapist about the issues I was having, it could, it, it could have really went left. It could have went left. I thank God it didn't. Because y'all, that was, what's this, 2022? Y'all, that was 10 years ago. I never knew and I never understood why God, I had never fasted and prayed that much about my job. Like, I would fast and pray about things that was going on in my life or whatever. I never had that much trouble and turbulence on a job. You know, I would always be able to do okay on jobs. Like, I, I mean, you know. I was in school, raising my kid, whatever. I would do my best, whatever. You know, I went, got my degree, whatever. I didn't never have a problem with working and being professional until I got into a different, you know, whole different area and the culture was just extremely different. And it's small town as well. You understand? Um, so yeah, God did that. 10 years later, now he's showing me Woo, Lord. And I never forget one of uh, my the past my pastor's wife at a former church I used to go to. Boy, she used to always tell me, you know, to, she would just always tell us how we gotta learn how to brought our tongues. And I'm so glad that during that time I I learned that. Now do I always practice it? <laughs> okay, that's why I got this podcast. So I could come over here and speak it on my podcast. That way I'm not out and about doing it. I come home, get on my podcast and just be ready and let it spill the beans, right? On my podcast, right? Um, But yeah, I, I never have like disrespectful speech or anything like that. But I'm just this very, I'm just a person of justice. I'm just a person of righteousness. I'm just a person of, okay, fairness. Like, if I treat you with respect, I want that back. I want that back. I expect that back. And if I don't, you understand, I'm, I had to learn how to hold my peace and how to brighten my tongue because, you know, you can't, there's, you're not going to always be able to defend yourself and to be defensive because that's just not the way either. There are times you will need to speak up and, and defend yourself and stand your ground or whatever the case may be, but not in every scenario. I really, really had to learn and choose 
my battles, learn how to pick and choose my battles. And then also to let, to allow the Lord to fight my battles. And not only that, understanding that vengeance, the word tells us that vengeance is mine, thus said the Lord. You understand? I will repay. Come on now. He said, I will repay. Lord, I get, oh, I get excited. He said, I will repay. Come on. Glory. Glory to God. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord. He said that he will repay. And so I had to remember that. And I never could figure out how people, some people, I don't know. You know, God, his word says, you know, touch not my prophet and do my prophet no harm, right? And some people kind of like, you know, when, when people do them wrong, we do want to pray that God has mercy on them because God vengeance is his, you know, he said that, but it's like, I never, ever had that. Even though I would defend myself, it was never out of vengeance, out of a spirit of vengeance. Like, Ooh, I'm defending myself. Cause I just want to get you back. No, it was out of a spirit of justice and righteousness and in fairness. It was more so out of a spirit of how when Christ turned over the merchant's table and he got mad because they was doing it at a wrong time. He, he was his anger. It was like a righteous anger when I, it was, be, it's because if you do me wrong and I haven't done wrong against you, I'm not trying to get vengeance against you. I just, need us to be fair with one another like if i'm giving you respect give me respect back i don't want god to send you down the street and make you have a car wreck and all your kids get broken legs i mean it's it's just that was always comical to me like that it's just so comical like i'm not ready to put you in hell because you hurt me you understand i'm not ready to condemn people and all that and be with all that I just ain't never had that kind of a spirit where you just be like okay well yeah honey they might not touch with me because you know it's like this attitude of no that's to me it comes across to some it can come across as a vengeful spirit and that's not of God either you understand that's not a God either You understand? Because when a person hurts you, your first thought shouldn't be, oh, honey, this person may not mess with me or whatever. You know, it's if you're thinking God is your, you know, you, you sicking God on somebody, you're going to sick them, sick God on them. You know, like, like he's, I don't know. God does protect us and everything like that. But that something is just off to me about that. When, when someone is doing that, I've always, my focus when someone hurts me has always been to heal, to heal. You know, I'm not focused on what God finna do to them or none of that. You know, I, my focus is okay, Lord, I have to forgive them so I can heal because pain. If, if you let that thing fester and sit there too long and this was supposed to be about honor and honor went on about something else I keep saying I'm getting off I'm gonna get out I'm getting off I gotta get off right now I keep saying it but anyway but if you let that pain fester that's you giving place to the enemy you giving place to the enemy 
because what you're going to do now, you're going to become vengeful, hateful. You're going to become bitter. You understand? You're going to become heavy. You understand? When God said that his yoke is easy and his, his burden is light, his yoke is easy. You understand? We're supposed to have light spirits. We're supposed to be light in spirit. You know, light-hearted. You know, but when you are hurt and you don't focus on healing your heart and your mind, you 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 begin to have a heavy heart. You understand? You're weighed down. You understand? It gets in your bones, you know? Like I'm telling you what I ex- I taught what I experienced. And I said, Lord, I just want to heal from this. And sometimes some healing processes take a lot long longer. But in my mind and my heart, never do I wish a person or let my first thought be, oh God, you know, people say, well, God have mercy on them. Okay, okay. That's a little off to me too. Because at any point when something occurs, your focus should be you. Not God, well, God for the purpose of focusing on yourself, but not whether or not God is going to do something to that person. And your focus shouldn't be on the other person at all. You understand? Because at the end of the day, when we stand before God, we're going to be standing for him before him by ourselves. It's just going to be you. So whatever is happening in life, you need to always be focusing on what it is you're doing. Now this person hurt you. Now what? You see, we too busy want to get back. You see, we too busy worried about, uh, how can I, you know, as if, but it won't make a difference because the person still done it, you know? And if you got to make a decision, am I going to heal from this or perpetuate the, the, the pain and escalate the situation and make it worse than what it could be? But anyway, I got to go, y'all, because I totally went left. That was not planned. I didn't plan it, but I told y'all I was too ready. I was too ready, but I did not plan for it to go that long. So, but anyways, I'm going to be um, getting off here. And once again, you have been listening with your lovely host, Tanisha, to the last word where there's what? Always what? More, more, more to love.